This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane as. We're back. Checking in on you. Made the journey back. Mardo nearly electrocuted himself trying to put his Christmas lights up. He uh, had a sleigh on top of the car, went under a tunnel. You just had a, a real Clark Griswold. I'm not going to do that journey, this, this next year. I'm not coming back in to do these. Well, you know who was here to welcome us? Ma- Maddie at Tambourine. He'd be oh. disappointed. He said, G'day, gang. G'day, My fiance has finally convinced me to get on the plane to England to meet her family before we get married next year. I'm oh, now congrats. facing a 23-hour flight in the air. Whoop. Any tips on shows, movies, podcasts? I've already got you guys lined up to listen to. Do sleeping tablets help on a plane? Oh, yeah, Xanax, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Is he oh, saying out? pan's pretty good. Do I do, I've done that on a plane yeah, before. Well, no. well, that's what you want to do. You want Rippy. to sleep. Rippy. You want to sleep. It makes the time disappear. Um, this podcast listen, will is, help with that. That's what he's going. Is that what he's getting mm. there? I've already got you guys on our podcast to put him to sleep. No, I think so. A good book's a nice thing because it helps you. Uh, I'm a visual person. I like movies and shows. I started watching that Larimar. Ken? That put me to sleep, actually. Oh, that was so good. It's you know weird. they don't solve it in the end. I think it was the landscape. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, I only got up to episode two, but thanks. Mate, it's friggin' January now. It's Everyone knows who killed um, Paddy. Yeah, I'll know in January, but we're recording this on November 22. Well, I don't care if I spoiled it for the you. The new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is out. Maybe oh, Matt Jesus. can get on to season three of I'd Keeping Up. Jam. I'd it's on rather Disney jam Plus. a fat burg up my nostrils. Uh, up your ass. Try to and, your ears. and eat it and just poo it out again. I'd rather do all that. Mm, Mate, imagine doing it's that on January. A Nobody knows what you're talking about. Fatbergs happened eight weeks ago. That's why I'm trying to spoil this whole thing so we can <laughs> oh, go yeah. home. We're talking Fatbergs here on Triple M. We've got you want to talk fat bags again, Margot? No. Listen, Maddie. Giant piles of tissue paper in sewers. How big was that one they ripped out in uh, London? 130 tons. 800 metres long, 130 tons. I'd rather talk about Kyle and Jackie O's $200 million oh, well, broadcasting well, that's deal. that's in November. That, that's exactly. So we're fat bags, <laughs> you idiots. Can fat I just get back to Maddie here. quickly? Fat bags and Kyle have some overlap. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine his oh, fat bag? yeah. <laughs> Hey, can I just talk about something else, about Maddie's flight, because that's what originally he, we were here before. Yeah, have you got something he can watch? Yeah. Oh, no, we flew back one year. I reckon it was one year and a two, and I remember a mate, well, I shouldn't, I won't say How old no. were you? He drank 47 How beers. Old? I saw a man who drank 47 up? beers from London to Brisbane, and we arrived on Christmas Day. We carried him off. He had three kids. He threw up. No, no spewing. Oh. You know no. what I think, Marto? But they ran out of beer. He had to drink rum. Five See, short. Yeah, but I reckon reckon he drank five or six rums at the end because they ran out of beer on a plate. They wouldn't have served him that many. That's an irresponsible service of alcohol. It was 19... Uh, uh, or it's 80s. It's what, it no 80s. RSA back then. It, it no RSA. We were still smoking <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> ashtrays on planes. It was ashtrays yeah, in the I last three rows. Bit. And you wouldn't want to sit there, but you'd go up there and have a durry. We should do that one triple three five three where you could use to smoke. We well, used to go to Sizzler and yeah. you could pick the smoking or non-smoking. Smoking smoking it was a smoking section. You could smoke at your table. Far you could out. smoke inside right. Sizzler. All right, you know the old building down here? Uh, you know, James is in sales, head of sales. His old man was the boss at Triple M, and I remember he'd sit in there with his feet on his desk, durrying. Hold on, Fat Cat used to smoke in the studio. Yeah, 
It was magnificent. I had to throw my favourite T-shirt out yeah. back when I used to go out because yeah. you got a cigarette hole in it one night on the dance floor. Yeah. Someone you were always getting your clothes burnt. On the dance floor. Yeah, and your hair would smell like smoke. Yeah. Mm. There was a cloud above the dance floor, above every nightclub dance yeah. floor. It, was, it looked like a big cumulonimbus. It was weird. It was so it? much fun. Yeah. It wasn't it? The good old days. Uh, uh. Good luck. Anyway, hang on. I've got We've to play. given him no advice well, on movies. I've got to play the disclaimer if we're going to do that. But just drink a lot. Every oh. cigarette is doing you damage. You know about Brian. Brian. Should I just play a quick Brian just to remind everyone what well, happened? he's dead. He got drafted in the AFL this year or last year. I don't know when this is playing, but earlier, a few months ago. the West Coast Eagles Brian from the Siggy Packet. Oh, no. Not West Coast. No, but he wants to play for West <laughs> He died at schoolies too back in November. You want to hear that? Yeah, well, he got his first Siggy. Hey, listen to his voice pre-smoking. <laughs> oh, Brian, is it? Hey, mate, come here. Do you want a Siggy? A Winnie Blue? Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Mm, toasty. Five years later. Oh, Brian, are you okay, mate? It's been years since I've seen you. You doing all right? I should never have had that first cigarette. <laughs> Can we just apologise to our audio producer, Rick, now for Why? what we make him do? No, he loves doing Brian. He does all he those does skits. He, he voices does, all of those little Kiwi bits. He too. makes your Fatberg songs. Mm. Like, yeah. Remember, Brian, all he wanted was to see Australia win the Cricket World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I love cricket so much. Yeah. I mean, he's an audio genius. He died. Nearly. He died after Ezra Mam's second try in the NRL Grand Final <laughs> too. He missed the comeback mm. from, which is good. He he good went. Thing. He died believing the Broncos won. Yeah, just remember, guys. Every cigarette is doing you damage. Mm. Brian's legacy lives on. Um, yeah. Because I love it so much. Um, can we please uh, play our Triple M song that's going trending on the Aria charts? Oh, that yeah. our you producer want, you Rick go through a bit of gear. Yeah, what, what that our it? producer Rick put together. Which one? You know, Mato, the one that your song, it's your song. It was about Taylor Swift about dating it. the NFL player whose brother, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, his brother plays for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, who's Kelsey play for again? Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I had sex with a chief. Chief. <laughs> then I had sex with an eagle. That was if Taylor eagle. switched. Yeah. 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 He's on his way home after dropping off a friend. Your last drink was about an hour ago. Yes. Okay, so just one long continuous breath. Stop it. Like that, until I tell you to stop. It's Brian pissed or sober. Quick oh, RBT Brian before we go. Is sober. Yes. Sober, pissed, all right. <laughs> oh. oh, dead. Again. Don't smoke. We didn't get the reading. Yeah. Uh, just dead. He was sober. Oh. He'd had four packs that day, but he was sober. Yeah. They don't test for nicotine. Don't drink and smoke. No, drive and smoke no. and drive. Every cigarette is doing you damage. <laughs> drink and yeah. smoke. He can't drink and drive. Can't anyway. feel out of form. Hazard and Rodney. <laughs> Maddie and Tamarine, I hope that helps with your flight, mate. Who's Maddie? <laughs> I forgot the play. The guy that asked us a question. Stupid email. Poor Maddie. Yesterday on the show, I was listening to your weekend. Now, you had a weekend down in Sydney, and I, I thought you just went down there with some girlfriends, but there was a reason behind it. 
Corey and I were both away this weekend. My mum had the kids. I was in Sydney for a girls' weekend, bridesmaid dress shopping, mm. and Corey was away doing Fox well, Sports. Can you just put that on the whiteboard? What? <laughs> bridesmaid, what was it? Dress shopping. <laughs> I don't understand that concept. We'll no, investigate that tomorrow when we have more time. Yeah. And tomorrow has come. <laughs> and here it is. Here's the space on the whiteboard. Uh, what is bridesmaid dress shopping? What do you want to know? Well, if you're a groom, you know, if you're in the, bri- in the groom's party, uh, he says, yeah, either uh, just wear a blue suit. You got a grey suit? Yeah, mate. Yeah, just wear that. It's been a little while since you've been married, Marto. Yeah. It's a bit of a process these days. Wedding, this... Wedding's a big money business. I know. I saw the stat yesterday. $40,000 is the average cost. So I would say this friend of yours, if you're flying to Sydney to do a bridesmaid <laughs> dress fitting, um, it's worth more than four. This is incredible. Yeah. So what does it mean? Well, this is my Normally, best. My, I... This is my bestest friend, Kate. Yeah. Like I, We've known each other since year eight, 25 years we've known each other, and she finally, at 39 years of age, has found her man that she's going to marry. This is her first wedding. So Uh, she wants the fairy tale for the princess. She wants the fairy tale, but Uh, she's also uh, mature and financially really settled and stable in her life because she's worked for the last 20 years. And neglected, yeah. And neglected neglected her friends, and now she's making up for it. The reason I ask, because I was under the impression that... Uh, the day's about the bride. So, therefore, most weddings I go to, the bridesmaids are made to look like clowns. Uh, they're usually wearing salmon and it looks like a curtain, like uh, the gardener there has actually no done There will be no polyester in sight, Marto. Okay. There will be no but salmon But do you agree that's what normally happens? Yeah, normally. Uh, it's all about the bride. And it is. We went down uh, to go to bridal fittings, mm. so to get her dress. Oh. So, she had seen um, some dresses online that she really loved. They just, the boutique just happened to be in Sydney. So we went down to go through the process. Dan, have you ever been to a men's wear store with a friend and gone, let's watch each other get (laughs) dressed up? We all cried because she tried on all these different dresses. And when you put on your wedding dress for the very first time, you just know it's the one. I will never forget that. Her mum was there. I'm her matron of honour. She had her two bridesmaids, one of which is her sister-in-law and her other really great girlfriend. And uh, we, we all had a moment where we just just cried and teared up. She looked so beautiful. Been drinking, we had, had, had a few champagnes. <laughs> The, they, they, it's Where a really, off, it's a a really beautiful service. They, so they give you champagne. They yeah. sit you down on a nice, yeah. big, white, fluffy so lounge. If someone gives you champagne, you start going, this is going to cost this a, lot, cost of a lot, of lot of money. It's Mardo and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Just spoke to Breetha Polkinghorn, mum of Claire Polkinghorn from the Matildas on the show. What a proud mum she was. Oh, Fifth yeah. time she's been to the Soccer World Cup. We Incredible. thought we might open up the phones. Yeah, one triple three five three. Because we asked not, Breetha not, this. Oh, when did you know your kid was going to really make it? No, we want to flip it around. But if you've just joined us, this is what Breetha had to say about Claire. Breetha, was there um, a moment where you knew... We're she was going to make it. It was at one particular game, one thing she did. How old was she no. when you went, oh, we're onto a winner here? I, I don't think I ever really ever looked at it that way. Maybe her dad did. You know, I'd come off and I'd say, oh, I'd say to Tony, did you have a good game? Yeah, she had a great game. I thought, oh, good, good. No one wants to hear those stories of overly talented young people. No. Let's flip it. One triple three five three. When did you know oh. you or your kid... Hmm. Was not going to make it. You when were wasting it, your money. You knew you weren't on to a winner. Sandra, in Vicky mm. Point, you've got an example here for us on one triple three five three. What happened? Angus used to play uh, soccer when he was a young lad mm. and 
he never really liked it, but I said, well, we're part of a team. We've got to see the season out. Oh, and anyway, he went off where he didn't like. He got put as goalie. Yes. And saw him there, and he got his hand stuck in the net, and the ball was <laughs> coming towards him. It was quite hilarious. <laughs> it was about two, grade two or three. Yeah. And uh, I just like, and I just couldn't believe it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> how, and, long, uh, yeah, so. how long did Angus continue to play soccer after that moment, we, Sandra? We, we didn't play much longer after. <laughs> That. Oh, about 15 minutes, I'd imagine, Sandra. <laughs> Tony from Browns Plains, good morning. Mm. Yeah, my son, we had him in uh, rugby league real early because yeah. he loved the rugby league. He used to follow all the stats, but we'd watch him play and he was always tap dancing at the back of the pack. Yeah. He, he... So we put him into tap dancing instead. And, oh, yeah. yeah, was successful, went well. Oh, yeah, he loved it. He loved it, but loved we, it, it. it didn't last long. I, did, I didn't love dance. I'm not a dance mum. Couldn't mm. do it. We mm. skipped rugby league and went to dancing and then, yeah, now we... Uh, now we plays tennis and does music. I he's don't know. an all-rounder. He's everything. He does everything. Yeah. You know what I always say to Wiley, if rugby league doesn't come off for him playing-wise, uh, he could always be like a statistician. statistician. A what? Well, he would... <laughs> Statistician, because he's the same, Tony, as your boy. Knew all the stats and the plays mm. and the players and the numbers and the fours and against and knows all the details. He could so, always do that, Tony. Instead, he loves now. He loves math. So mm. yeah, some kids don't <laughs> like putting their head in dark spaces, you know, in the nasty <laughs> places. And some kids do. The disappointment at Tony's. Yeah, 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 he loves yeah, math. Anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you go into dance as a little heterosexual boy, you're going to go okay. You're going to have lots of ladies yeah, hanging right. around, so aren't you? I mean, Look at Hugh Jackman, a boy from Oz. Troy from Burp and Gary, what was, uh, which child, what sport? As the oldest child, it's a happy wife, happy life. Um, she wanted him to play soccer uh, because less contact. And uh, about third year, about third into the season, the coach kind of come to me and went, I don't think soccer's for your son. He's, <laughs> I reckon uh, rugby leagues, he's a bit physical oh. out there on the soccer field. Was he okay. hitting a few kitties? Yeah, yeah, he was carving them up. He was tackling all right, but yeah. it's the wrong sport to tackle in. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. Good suggestion, so you know. Did he, yeah, so you followed through? Yeah, we signed him up as a Dolphin and he plays Cup and uh, he's got two contracts at the Dolphins as we speak. Wow. Well, the next chat you'll have, the coach will come to you and go, I don't know if rugby league's his game. I think MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Uh, do we need to welcome someone on board here? Yeah, it's... Um it was pointed out by a number of people mm. that Jonathan Brown, former leader of the uh, Lions, three-time premiership put winner, up, put up. in commentary last weekend, was starting to sound a bit croaky. Did you hear it? Well, I heard him talking about Nathan Buckley. Remember, I brought to your attention that Nathan Buckley, the former mm. Collingwood great, uh, had done his hammy. Mm. Yeah, we've got some of that here, but it, it, the burner phone has blown up with oh. people going, it's time for Jonathan Brown to be inducted. If you're not aware, the croaky, croaky choir. choir. They've got onto it. Let's rewind historically and introduce some members of the croaky choir. Of course, Darren Lockyer. He was the inception of the whole thing, Captain basically. Coach. Captain Coach. Here's him with Ben Hunt post-game. Ben Hunt, also a croaker. Benny Hunt flew out of the blocks, mate, but you've had to rely on your scrambling defence the back end of that half. Yeah, mate, we've got a really good start off. A few penalties at the start there. Oh, some good yeah. Anthony Seabold. It's a weird old thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm. Seabold. Oh, just really disappointed, mate. Embarrassed. Coach of Manly. Any excuses Lock- for that? Lockie heard that, said, come on board the choir. Ben Hunt was in. Brad- Gary Larson, Gary former Larson. News, uh, Queensland yeah. second row. Billy Moore. Brad Thorne. This is to make finals, and it's do or die, so it's... 
Here we finally been a real get to, evolution, hasn't it? Finally get to Jonathan Brown. This is him talking about Nathan Buckley, the Collingwood coach. Player tore his hamstring at 50 years old. Torn hamstring. <laughs> we were concerned about the calf and the groin coming in, but not the hamstring. Some people, fine. after playing footy, go and play bowls and stuff like that, and some people join together and go, let's use our voice for the greater good. <sighs> is it time? It's time. Mm. What are you two doing? Well, it's not what we're doing. It's what Darren Lockyer, captain coach of the Croaky Choir, has done, and he's recruited Jonathan Brown, and he wanted to welcome him board. G'day, Brownie. Hey, uh, we heard you on the commentary last weekend, and we went, oh, my God, there's a bloke who needs to be in the Croaky Choir. So on behalf of all the choir members, mate, we just want to say, welcome aboard, Brownie. Hey, welcome aboard, Brownie. It's about time, mate. Here's Benny Hunt. Hey, Brownie, Ben on here, mate. You've been on the books for a while. We're, we're happy to have you on board. Gary Larson. G'day, Brownie. Good to have you on board, mate. Oh, Billy Moore. It's Billy Moore here, mate. Queensland. Oh, oh here's Seeps. Oh, g'day, JB, you monster. Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate. Good to have another Queensland legend here, JB. I think he's from the Philippines, you f***ing idiot. Oh, the late, great Tommy Rodonigas. G'day, JB. Welcome aboard, son. And the man who really anchors this group, Brian from the Siggy Packet. Go the Lions! We'll see you at practice soon, but here's a recent performance. We did for the I Got Whacked in the Larynx Foundation. It's the voice. We're the voice trying to understand us. Make a noise and make it clear. (laughs) 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 We're not going to croak in silence. We're not going to live with laryngitis. Laryngitis. Brian. Oh, Brian. <laughs> this yeah. is not a job. What are we doing? <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane as.